Live from NPR News, I'm Nora Rahm. President Biden is seeking to reset relations with longtime allies at this year's Group of Seven Summit. NPR's Franco Ordonez reports on some of the formalities of high-stakes diplomacy. President Biden and French President Emmanuel Macron shared a moment at the G7 summit in Cornwall. After taking a family photo with all the seven world leaders together, Biden reached out and embraced Macron as they walked arm in arm across the beach, talking about their country's shared goals. These leadership summits are generally filled with awkward hugs and handshakes set up for the cameras. But Biden's moment with Macron was certainly quite the contrast from the images of Macron's white-knuckled handshake with former President Donald Trump. Macron later tweeted video of the two close together, his arm on Biden's. Macron wrote optimistically that now, united, it's time to deliver. Franco Ordonez, NPR News, Carbis Bay, England. The U.S. Attorney General today pledged to increase efforts by the Department of Justice to enforce voting rights laws and to protect what he called a central pillar of democracy. NPR's Pam Fessler reports. Amid the passage of restrictive voting laws in more than a dozen states and recent attacks on the election process, the Biden administration says it will make protecting voting rights a top priority. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced that the Department of Justice will double the number of lawyers in its civil rights division to aggressively enforce existing laws and to help combat election disinformation. That means ensuring that all eligible voters can cast a vote, that all lawful votes are counted, and that every voter has access to accurate information. The attorney general also promised that his agency will promptly investigate and prosecute any violations of law involving a recent increase in violent threats against election workers. Pam Fessler, NPR News. A federal judge in Wisconsin has blocked a Biden administration proposal to forgive federal farm loans for people of color. Hope Kerwin from Wisconsin Public Radio reports. Judge William Griesbach of Wisconsin's Eastern District issued the temporary restraining order Thursday afternoon. The decision halts payments that were set to start this month under a new loan forgiveness program for farmers from socially disadvantaged groups. That includes producers who are Black, Native American, Latino, or Asian. The program was created under the last COVID-19 stimulus package as a way to address long-term racial discrimination within the U.S. Department of Agriculture. But a group of white farmers suing the agency claims the program is unconstitutional. A USDA spokesperson said in a statement that the agency would continue to defend the program. For NPR News, I'm Hope Kerwin in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Stocks closed higher today. The Dow gained 13 points. The Nasdaq was up 49 points. And the S&P 500 advanced 8 points. This is NPR News. The Justice Department's internal watchdog started an investigation today into reports that the Trump administration had secretly seized phone data from at least two Democratic congressmen when their committee was looking into the former president's ties to Russia. Both House Intelligence Committee members Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell said Apple had notified them that their metadata had been subpoenaed and turned over to the Justice Department in 2018. The Pulitzer Prizes for Drama, Music, and Letters were announced today. NPR's Netta Ulbi has more. Author Louise Erdrich won this year's Pulitzer for Fiction. Muskrats were everywhere on the slew-dotted reservation. Erdrich read from her award-winning book, The Night Watchman, earlier this year on NPR. The poetry Pulitzer went to another indigenous writer, Natalie Diaz, who's also a former professional basketball player. 
And the Pulitzer for Drama went to a comedy staged right before the pandemic called The Hot Wing King by Katori Hall. And the Pulitzer for Music was awarded to Tania Leon for her orchestral composition Stride. The committee called it a musical journey filled with black music traditions. Neto Ulibi, NPR News. Pulitzer Prizes for Journalism went to the Indianapolis Star, the Tampa Bay Times, and the Minneapolis Star Tribune. A special citation was awarded to Darnella Frazier, the teenager who had recorded and shared video showing the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis last year. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News.